Hey, Chi family. This is Trish, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pieces of Chi. This season, I'll be interviewing two or more people and delving into their life experiences as it pertains to one another. As you all know, the Chi in Pieces of Chi stands for shared human experience. Love, compassion, empathy, care, and concern are all important ingredients necessary for a positive shared human experience. Because we are all human and have similar and even different experiences, it is important that we connect with one another because we are all part of this thing called humanity. I hope you enjoy learning about the experiences of our next guests as we discuss their life experiences with each other. You might be able to relate to them or gain new information or knowledge or even just share the story with somebody that you know might need to hear it. So sit back and enjoy. Hey, She family, this is Trish and welcome to Pieces of She. This is my very first video episode, so I'm really excited. Um, I have some wonderful guests here. I have a mother-daughter duo that I'm really excited to talk to. We have Africa and we have Ashari. Um, and of course, you guys know, I introduce by um, my famous five. So, Africa is from Las Vegas. Uh, she's from Gen X, single parent household she was raised in. She has three sisters and she's the second oldest. Um, and she's a Gemini. Gotta love them Geminis. <laughs> and Ashari. Ashari is also from Las Vegas. She's in the uh, Millennial and she was raised in a two-parent household um, as an only child. However, she does have three sisters and within that um, lineup she is the second oldest uh, and she's an Aries. So welcome you guys. Is Thank there you. anything else that I missed that you want people to know about you? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. All right. So, uh, happy Black History Month. I yeah. see you guys came representing, yes. and I'm so excited. I love your shirts <laughs> because you. I, I, I like I shirts that too. say stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I'm so loving the powerful, black, strong, confident, beautiful Afro <laughs> shirt. And then, of course, the educated black queen. Yes. So thank you guys for coming. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank um, you for I'm, excited. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So first question, what is the age difference between the two of you? How old were you when Ashari was born? I was two months shy of turning 19. Okay. So I was actually 18 years old when I delivered her. Okay. Okay. So you guys are 18 years apart. And then, um, how does that, how's your relationship? How do you guys have like a standard mother daughter? Do you have like a, you know, are you guys close? Do you have like more of a friendship? Or was it like more mother daughter at first? Now it's more like, uh, what, what's the dynamic of your relationship? I think it was always a mixture. Like I'm she sure. was firm with me. Um, I got disciplined, but I always, she was always open. Like I can always come to her for advice, um, tell her everything, and then she actually kind of played a lot too. But when things were serious, it was serious. She was kind of lenient too. Like I don't know, it was like a mixture. Okay. So, yeah. 
that's kind of how I learned. Did you plan that? Did you say, okay, this is the type of parent I'm going to be? I don't believe I planned it. I knew that there was um, not a book to parent in, but I also self-reflected on my rearing. And there were some things when I grew up that I agreed with, and there were some things when I grew up that I did not agree with. So I just wanted to make sure that um, that I made the changes um, in what I believe to be a positive way. Gotcha. And in regards to the way that I raised my child. I have yeah. a question, Mom. Do you feel like you grew up with me? Like we grew up together? No. Um, I don't feel like I grew up with you. Because, like, in my earlier years, like, when I was younger, like, when I looked back at certain things, I can tell that, like, I had a young mother. Mm -hmm. like, but I don't think the outcome of how I turned out, like, when I became an adult, that you can tell that my mom was young when she had me. Mm -hmm. Like, the way that I was raised. Yeah. And then the adult that I became. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are some things that you guys do together? Like, do you guys hang out? <laughs> what do you do? Um, we do a lot. Probably our favorite pastime together is traveling. Mm. We travel a lot together. Um, Watch TV. We yeah. go hiking occasionally. Go out to eat. Nails, feet, and travel. Um, I wouldn't say there's not anything specific. We, I the only thing travel. we don't do is club. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't club, club with, with her, you. but we have the same interest. Okay. So. You will want to club with me, though. Because you asked me. Actually, we did club together before on the cruise. And then. How was back that experience? Then, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, we met these guys, and they thought we were, like, friends or sisters. And then I'm like, that's my mom. And then they were like, what? And they were like drinking. And then the next day, like they saw us and they were like laughing and they spoke and we were talking. But then like one of the guys like ran, he was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, like, how old are you? Like, can I ask him? Like, my mom is 40, that's my mom, she's 45. And they were like, are you serious? Like, you look so young. But we did club that time together. But I think if I wanted to club with her, she would, but I don't want to club with her. Reason being? Awkward. There is a line. Yeah. Okay. For me. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Ashari. So how would the young Ashari, you know, the child Ashari versus the teenage Ashari versus the current Ashari describe this lady sitting right here? As a mom, like what was your mindset as a child? It's the same. Like really? My views on her um, haven't changed, except when I was younger, um, maybe because she didn't do it around me, but like drinking and stuff, like I kind of get uncomfortable because I like, um, I held my mom like on this pedestal or like up high standards. Like I always thought great of her. Like if there was ever anyone that I looked up to, yeah. it would be my mother. And I really don't look up to people. Like I'm, I do get inspired by others, but I would say she's like the only person that um, I ever looked up to. So, yeah. but like as far as a mother to answer your question, I think she was a great mother and she still is. Like she never gave up on me she's there every step of the way even at times when I can be disrespectful like 
she still forgives me, loves mm. me, and she always, like, I don't know, she's always been a mother, I, I don't want to say father, but, like, my mom catered to me, she gave me the love that I needed, so everything else, I didn't feel like I was missing anything, even yeah. though my dad passed away at a young age, mm. I don't feel that, like, love was really lost. Like, I mean, it was because he wasn't physically there. Yeah. He passed away when I was seven, but I feel mm -hmm. like my mom did a great job making up for this, what something that she was out of her control. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So you never went to through that teenage stage where you're like, oh, I hate her. None of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say hate. I wouldn't say I've, hate. I've actually but, uttered those words. But <laughs> I did when... I would say not ninth grade. Ninth grade, I was good. Tenth grade, junior year, it was when I was like, oh, I can't say you like give me my space. Like I'm not gonna like run away. I'm safe, mom. I just like the curfew thing. I didn't like the curfew mm. thing. Like I cried about that. I would try to spend a night at my granny's house, and then my mom would come over there and try to sit on my granny couch and watch TV until like. 12 o'clock to make sure that I was in there and I'm like go home like I don't want to be around you on the weekends like I came over my granny house to spend time with her like I'm gonna be back or she'll call my granny and be like my granny wouldn't really even care but the fact that my mom was who she was like my granny was way more lenient yeah thank she, god for tracking devices like, though too oh yeah we'll talk about that <laughs> but like my granny like if it wasn't for my mom i would have been able to do basically what i wanted to do but my mom made it a point to like call my granny and be like don't let her be out she needs to be at home at 12 and it like annoyed me and like the fact that parties ended at two o'clock and we were in high school like i didn't smoke or drink so i was like mom i don't smoke or i don't drink like you have me like if something happened like i will call you like i can check in but like why do i have to have a curfew like we're really just having fun or we'll be hanging out at someone's house and i didn't like that part and the fact that she wanted to check infinite campus every friday before i can even go out and if i had lower than a b sometimes even c's like i couldn't go out and i was like mom it's not my report card like maybe this grade isn't in or you know like i'm struggling then she's like there's no reason for you to struggle you can stay after school and i'm like i do sports or i didn't want to stay after school or whatever the issue was i think the thing that i didn't like most is i felt like she kind of was overprotective during okay. high school Middle school, I was still able to do things with my friends, but I wasn't into partying. Like, we'll go to the movies and skating, elementary school, which is crazy. I was doing that too, meeting my friends at the skating. But once I got in high school, I wanted more freedom, and she was kind of overbearing. So, Mom, tell me, mm -hmm. as your only child, do you feel like you were too overprotective, or do you feel justified in how you raised her? Um, both. <laughs> so, of course, because there's no book to parenting, I think some things that I was probably um, overprotective about, and I sh probably should have allowed her to um, explore a little more. Mm -hmm. um, but there was so much going on um, at that time, too because it was so different from my high school years with technology and now mm. the cell phones and now the MySpace back then. And right. So I think that I was highly involved. Now in regards to her education, I don't believe I was too overbearing because um, 
education is important to me yeah. and I wanted her to understand that at a young age. So to have the freedom to do all the extracurricular activities, that's a privilege. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to instill in her that, you know, at the end of the week, let's see your progress before we have fun, work right. hard, play hard. Um, but I, w I, was, I was pretty strict, but um, for the safety of it, because she later thanked me and she thanks me now because some of the friends that um, she had during that time have gone down a different path. And I think during those years when they were in high school, they, they had a little bit more leniency. So I think that she understands now because she's matured that mm -hmm. I did it to protect her yeah. and because I loved her. But I think there are some things that I, um, I could have not been so strict on so yeah. that she could learn on her own. Yeah. Like what? But I wish that I would have made her, she is spoiled, I wish that I would have made her um, financially, mm. more financially independent as a teenager. Gotcha. That part I wish I would have done. So you're saying she's still on your payroll? Um, <laughs> she's, she's independent, but um, I cut her some slack because she ran track, she was a debutante, she was in the Delta gym, she had a full plate. Mm. So I didn't so much as, she had to work, but I just, yeah. She's, yeah, she still, she still has expectations of me in the financial area that I think that she should not. That's interesting. First, what part? The cell phone. <laughs> no, the lenient part. What part, where do you feel like you should have been more lenient, like, on me in high school? That's, and then I have a question for her about. About the finances? Yeah. Okay, we're going to go on that part first. Okay, so I don't feel that I should have been more lenient with you um, hanging out <clears throat> or anything like that. That part, I think I had to keep tight tight. I think that there are some decisions that you probably, I should have allowed you to make on your own instead of um, being as controlling and you doing things because I'm telling you to. Like, I think I should have allowed you to figure some things out on your own. Like being involved in like certain youth groups and things like that? No, not that part. Um, I think that was, I think those were positive influences. What are some things you wish you would have, other than the, other than the uh, curfew, what are some other things that you wish you would have not been so lenient on? Forcing me to be involved in organizations I didn't want to be in because now as an adult, I don't even want to be around those people or be associated in, in those types mm. of environments because I feel like it was forced on me and it wasn't something that I really wanted to do. Gotcha. Like I didn't really enjoy and we actually had this conversation. Yeah, so. we did. Yeah. And I get it. But I think from a parental perspective, when um, even so much as a, a child playing Pop Warner, like that kid may not like football. Like even if you have a little boy, they may not like football. <clears throat> but it's what you learn from interacting with others, learning to be a team player. Learn, it's the skills that that the parent thinks that you're going to gain while you're in that experience. But I respect that you didn't enjoy it. But I think from a parental perspective, I thought that you would learn something from it. Yeah, it was so distasteful. That's why oh, I never wanted to play. Distasteful? Like, I never okay. wanted to play. <laughs> Sorry well, to the people that's watching. 
I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> but but hey, you know what? Like your mom said, there is no manual on parenting. She did the best she knew how, and I'm sure you learned some things from those organizations that you needed to learn. Sometimes we don't understand our journey, things are put in place, and we'll get it later. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this, um, Ashari, what do you what do you like most about your mom? What do I like the most? Um, she's my mom. Like the what I, I like know you most. love her. Maybe because I can. Well, now I could say I feel like I used to be able to talk to her more. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the fact that she's kind of open, like, mm-hmm. and she allows me to express myself okay. and doesn't um, fault me for that. Like, she doesn't judge me by the way that I express my feelings and who I am. Yeah, okay. I think I like that most. I love that. love that. And what do you like most about Ashari? That she's bold, she's self and she knows what she wants. Yeah. I think that's a good quality. Um even as an adult, like she will stand up for what she wants and what she believes in. And she's, um, I think just her creative mind and her determination. So whatever she wants, she pretty much does and Mm -hmm. she'll go get it. Yeah. And I I like that quality in her. Good. I forgot. She's very um, driven and she will get it by any means like necessary by herself and that that inspires me too like my mom always handles her business and yeah i do like that about her okay all right love that okay so then what annoys you most (laughs) about your mom sometimes when she feels that she can make decisions for me Mm. like such as she sometimes, damn, that's going deeper. Okay, like, I'm not, hey, we don't have to go down <laughs> no, any streets no, you don't like, want to go no, down. Like, like, you know, I'm like, just thinking like, I know she wants what's best for me, but sometimes I want it, like, even if I know that it's not all the way, because I kind of like going against the grain sometimes, mm. and um, I want to make, my, not necessarily make the mistakes, but I don't care about the outcome, I just want to do it. And sometimes she thinks that she can control that, but I am a, I'm an adult and I can make those decisions on my own. Gotcha. And so what, what annoys you most about this strong-willed child that you raised? <laughs> She's definitely strong-willed. Um, what's the question? What do I... What annoys you most? What annoys me? The only thing that annoys me is if she interrupts me when I'm trying to explain something. Like if it's, like she'll come to me with a topic and she'll ask my opinion or she'll come to me and want to have a conversation and I'll listen to her and then when I'm ready, it's almost like she's gauging my body language or my face and as soon as I start talking, she won't even know what I'm going to say but she'll kind of interfere because she tries to steer that conversation the way she wants it to go. So I think just um, sometimes when she just won't kind of hear me out. Yeah. Because I want her to make her own decisions. I yeah. just want her to um, to hear me out and then make the decision. So let me ask you this. So has there ever been a time where your mom said, no, I think you should do this? Mm-hmm. However, you chose not to do 
what she asked you to do, go the opposite way, do your thing, and it didn't work out. Yes. And so I have two questions, okay. one for you, one for you. One, did you say I told you so? Um, or how, how did you handle that? And then two, the other question is, how did you handle it? Did, did, you, did you tell her you were right and I should have listened? Or how did you handle that situation? Well, I have two, two things that came to my mind when you yeah. first said it. First was with the relationship. She told me things in the beginning and I was like, mom, like, no. But now when I look back, she was correct about what she was saying. Um, I didn't want to believe it. And then secondly, um, about my savings, she would tell me like, you shouldn't do this. Like, like um, when I would like trying to buy a house, she mm. told me certain things that I should and shouldn't do with my bank account. And I did it and it did put me behind when I thought that it'll be all right. Right. But they watched me. So um, yeah, in both situations, I felt like I could have done it differently and had a better outcome. Did you let her know that? No. Okay. I didn't. But now you know. <laughs> <laughs> do tell, do Thanks. tell. Thanks. You picked the perfect time. Thanks. <laughs> So how do you feel? Do you do you feel like you need to say I told you so, or do you just I don't let like her that term, honestly. Can you I, no, hold on. I will give you a look that means I told you so, or usually, but I don't use the word specifically. I told you so, yeah. but I think that even since she was a child, she, even though she's stronger and she doesn't want to disappoint. So if I let her know or she says it, I can kind of give her that look or I'll kind of sigh and she knows what that means. What it means. But I don't specifically say, I told you so. And I consciously don't do that because I don't think anybody wants to hear that. Right. Look, it's so cliche and they already know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm firm in my decision, but I don't say I told you so, but I let her know that I'm not going to steer you in the wrong direction. Like when I'm giving you advice or I'm trying to educate you about finances mm -hmm. or making these adult decisions, it's because I've been there. It's right. because I've experienced that. And I just want you to um, not make some of the mistakes that I made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, good. Um, so are there anything, uh, is there anything that you guys agree to disagree on? You feel a, a, a way about it, you feel a way about it, and that's just it. of anything that we're just like stuck on this is what I think and this is what you think and let's just leave it alone yeah yeah I don't think so okay so let me ask you this is your vision of when you had her I mean because I think every mother kind of has a vision of their child and what they see for 
for for that child is your vision playing out how you thought it would when yes, she was born it is that is so great mm-hmm. it really is it I think wonderful. from when she was in my womb I yeah. think it is um it is I'm grateful I'm grateful to be chosen. Yeah. And I'm grateful with um, the child that God blessed me with. Yeah. But I can say that it has definitely been a journey. The best one in my life. But I would say that it played out. It played out the way that I thought that it would. Yeah. Does that mean I'm a perfect daughter? (laughs) (laughs) Never. I'm just kidding. You're so funny. You are funny. No, it just um, means I'm a perfect mother. <laughs> so what what is the, the best lesson that you think your mom gave you growing up? Like this is this was crucial and you still use it to this day. Best lesson. Yeah. Or or maybe not even a lesson, but words of wisdom even. You know, my mom always says XYZ and you kinda still go by that. Like maybe the most important. Mm, let me think about that. Yeah. Give yeah. me a couple of seconds and then I'm gonna try to figure out which um, Okay. The best lesson. Yeah. Um, or even even um, just something that she's taught you, even, you know, whether it's save your money or I was going to say the money thing to always have a savings Mm. and um, don't spend before you have and pay attention to people's actions and how Mm. they were raised and how they're going to be after the next age like in high school like she was she told me like pay attention how this person is going to be after their parents stop buying them clothes and shoes or what are they going to do after their parents stop supporting them or, you know, like, okay. pay attention to the neck, like, things like that. Yeah, I like that one. Because you really, you know, you, you have to you know who, who you're dealing yeah. with. So, I love that. Um, so, let me, do you have any children? No, I don't have any children. Okay. What my next question is, what are some things that you will instill in your child? Um, that your mom instilled in you? And what are some things that you would do differently raising your child? I would definitely um, instill in, like love, like, and being open and being able to like, you know, just having that open relationship, but still a firm relationship, still a parent, mother, mm. daughter, but still being open so that my child will feel comfortable coming to me. Um, through any situation and won't hide anything. Gotcha. Um, and then something I would change, but then, like, it was, like, the curfew thing, but then now that I think, like, me working in the field that I work in and the kids that I work with, now I'm like, I don't know if I want my kids to be out. Because I, I know I was strong-minded, yeah. but I don't know how my child would be. Like, you know, yeah. as far as saying no to... Because I can be around people that smoke and drink mm-hmm. and not be tempted to do it. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, my mom always told me, like, don't drink and drive and yeah. things like that. And 
I still like now that I drink a little bit more than I ever did. Yeah. Um, I uh, I guess that's something I don't do, and to watch my drinks and just to choose, yes. watch, pe- be around positive people that's gonna motivate me. Did I answer your question? I forgot what the question was. Did I answer your Well, question? what would you do the same? Um, which love, instill the love. Yeah. And I think I, I think you're going to do the curfew, too. I, no, I kind of think... <laughs> I think your child's going to have a curfew. But one thing I wouldn't do... No, I won't curse around my children. Okay. That's something that I wouldn't do. I know that sounds like cliche, but I really oh. wouldn't. If that's what you... You know, I feel like I gotta be failing my kids if, if a parent is not supposed to be cursing around their children. Cause I don't like these very colorful adjectives. Yeah, I don't think that I would personally um, do that. Um, That's good though. You probably should start practicing now though. <laughs> I don't. I'm just saying. Lot. You probably should learn to That's control that impulse now. Funny. Um, Africa, I have a question for you. Okay. So, I always say to to anybody that asks me that I haven't slept in 25 years. And I say that because I had my daughter 25 years ago. And I feel like, as a mother, you just don't sleep soundly because you never know if that phone is going to ring you. I don't know. Do you sleep soundly? Have you slept in 25 years? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or how old are you? 26. You're, you're 26. Have you slept in 26 years? <laughs> no. <laughs> the only time I sleep is when she sleeps. Um, I think as a parent, um, there's so much going on. And even when she was away at college, even when she came home, I still um, want to always know that she's safe. So you always worry, I think, as a parent, even when they're adults. I mean, she could be saying, I'm going out to hang out with friends, and I, I'm still always yeah. concerned. Um, and you just want to know that your children are well, even yeah. as they're adults. So no, I don't think that I ever will, Yeah, to be I, honest with you. I don't, you know, I'm at peace and I'm grateful because yeah. I know that, um, that she's, a, um, she's on a positive path. But now, the stress is always there. The worry is always there. Yeah. And I don't think that it's going to go away. Yeah. I think it's just what we do. It, it's just what we do. Yeah. Well, I, um, yeah. I have something to fill in. I do not want to force my children to go to college. Okay. Now that I actually experienced it and went to school, I don't necessarily think that you have to um, go to college to educated mm-hmm. and to be successful so that's something that um, I definitely wouldn't force upon my child my mom did force me to I just know that that was something I had to do and I feel like um, my senior year even in high school I was like very immature and I just knew that that was something I had to do but I didn't know if that was what I really wanted to do but my mm-hmm. mom wanted me to do it so I know that I had to do it but yeah. once I got there I knew that I had to finish no matter what struggles came along the way um, I knew that I had to finish because I would have a part I would have felt like I failed if I didn't complete it but I'm happy that I have my degree and I went because I experienced and learned a lot but I would not force my child to go to college but you will have to figure out what you want to do so you would force them to get a path 
and yeah. know what you're gonna do okay but not necessarily go to college gotcha like if you want to be a doctor a lawyer mm-hmm. something like that of course you're gonna you need to go to. and yeah. I'll push them depending on their child personality and you know like just seeing their potential like that yeah. would determine whether but I would force my child to go to school and mm-hmm. that was something that I just had to do yeah. I feel like I did there was like no choice she like no choice yeah like I didn't even fill out my college applications like my mom did like <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't even help you in this area because I did the same thing to my daughter. Like when she was five, she knew that this is the path and this yeah, is what, what you're do. gonna do. And it was just something I knew. Yeah, I had education, to do. yeah, it's important. So we we just did the best. <laughs> but I will say this in your defense, um, I had a son 13 and a half years after my daughter was born. Um, so I do know that all kids are not the same. And I would not force my son to go to college. I wouldn't even force him to go away because I forced her to go away. Mm-hmm. And she went as far as she could. Mm-hmm. She went to Florida. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Um, I, I would allow him, if he wanted to, to go to UNLV and stay at home. Okay. So, just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the path he wants to go. Mm-hmm. But I, I would make sure that he um, at least learned a trade, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be air conditioning, fixing on cars, whatever. Um, you, ha- you have to know what you're going to do. Yeah. So, um, so do, you, do you think she did a good job, Rachel? No, yeah, I do. Okay. Absolutely. Good. And sounds like you are happy with the product <laughs> that you have invested all your everything in. <laughs> I'm blessed. I am blessed. Let me ask you, does her name mean something? Would you like to hear too? Well, when I graduated from college, my at my um, luncheon, my granny was like, sure, you know what your name means? God placed it on my heart. She told me when I was like, I was 23 or 24 at the time, she was like, she who overcomes all obstacles. Mm-hmm. My granny was like, you've been through so much in life, so many people doubted you, and you always push forward. And, like, I love that. And your name is Africa, so yes. I mean, that's amazing in itself so that kind too yes and it's it's something that you guys have uh kicked off this first video episode black history month we are celebrating africa ashara you guys are amazing thank you um is there anything that you guys would any advice that you would give a mother daughter you know maybe a mom that's just starting out that just had a daughter what advice would you give her her daughter um, I think that <clears throat> the open um, line of communication yeah. I think a lot of people um, a lot of to not I don't recommend being the, the parent um, when you when you ask your kid or tell your kid to your child to do something they should be able to understand why mm. And I don't recommend when people just tell their child to do it because, because I, I said so. Said so. Yeah. I think a part of the journey of learning is for the child to be able to critically think and to understand, mm-hmm. not just to be, um, don't create a slave. Yeah. Like, okay. don't create a slave um, because then the child will just go through life doing what they're told and they won't gotcha. actually think 
love that. Yeah, so that's what I think. And you, as as a daughter, what advice would you give to a, a young daughter right now, growing up? You know, as far as listening to her her mom. Um, your mother always knows what's best for you. Um, it may seem like I don't know. Just listen to your mother, and um, because she knows and always learns from others' mistakes. Like if your mom is telling you something and you want to do the opposite, take time. Don't just rebel automatically. Take time to see from her point of view because maybe she experienced it and want to prevent you from making the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. Cause that's something that I always do, and that's some I always respected my mom's opinion for that reason. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to naturally just have a hard life, and I know she's been through a lot in life, and I always respect her opinion and her advice to prevent myself from doing certain things. So yes. Yeah. Your mom knows what's best. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it has been such a pleasure having you guys. You guys seem like you have a very healthy, loving relationship, and I love it. I've learned a Thank few you. things from you guys, which is awesome. And that's why I love doing this podcast, because I learn something new every single time I interview people. Um, it restores my faith in humanity, because it's really hard right now in this climate that yes. we live in. Uh, with all the political, you know, aspects of the United States of America right now. I love my country, but it is hard. Humanity still lives, you guys. <laughs> we are in this thing together. So thank you guys for blessing me with your presence and blessing me with, and, and everybody, um, with your story. Maybe somebody can connect with you in some sort of way. Um, if anybody did want to connect with you, do you guys do like social media? Do you want to give out? You don't have to. You guys can talk, contact me too. Us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I really appreciate um, you wanting to interview us. And yes, you can follow me on Instagram at Shartum, S-H-A-R-T-H-O-M, or Shartum Publishing. Publishing? Yes. Wait, hold on. What have you published? I published a children's book about hair so little girls can embrace their hair. It's Autumn Sunshine, Embrace Your Kinks and Curls. And I plan on publishing another later on this year after I handle a couple Another of children's yeah. book? Yes. Amazing. I love. Look what you raised. <laughs> look at this. Um, and you, Mom. It if anybody wanted to reach out to you. I don't even know my Instagram. I go on there. What is it? Like Queen702? Queen underscore Aphrodite P. Oh. Queen. There you have That's it. it. <laughs> All and right. then, of course, I'm on FaceTime. Facebook. Facebook. On Facebook. Okay. Perfect. All right. If you guys needed to get in touch with them, if you didn't get that, definitely reach out to me. I'll connect you guys. Um, and if you guys want to be on the show, call me, reach out to me. Um, at, on Instagram, that's where I'm most active. So that's at pieces.of.she. And then I also have Twitter, which, yeah. Okay, it's pieces of she won at pieces of she won. I will go on there every so often. <laughs> the best way to reach out to me is on Instagram. And then now, of course, you guys can catch me on Digital Vegas. So thank you guys. I'm excited. I hope you guys connected with them in some sort of way. Love you, she family. Well, there you have it. Another She Story. I hope you enjoyed our guests and connected with them in some sort of way. If you have a story you'd like to share with the world, hit me up 
you can email me at piecesofchi at hotmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram at pieces.of.she. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.